Back in the game and well at the top, a king of the ring and calling my spies. I'm raising the bar to crank it the notch. I'm full of mistakes, cause life is a botch. Lights can get brighter and brighter. I walk through that curtain, my levels get higher and higher. Studied the best, and this generation I'm next. Super kick party, no doubt we just hit a suplex. Hooker by crook, survive if I let you. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on, my fellow botcha maniacs? It's your favorite prince of botch. You already know, man, Dwayne back in the building hey i told y'all man i said what i, I told y'all the consistency continues i told y'all if i take a hiatus you know it's for a reason because you know your boy does music so you know I'm, I'm balancing for y'all i'm doing a balance you know what i mean so i'm gonna keep this coming for y'all also speaking of which i know y'all peeped the new theme right y'all seen the new intro y'all heard the new theme how y'all like that y'all love it ah i think y'all would hey that was for y'all man that's the Life's a Botch podcast official anthem. I know some of y'all probably saying, hey, brother, can we get that on like the Spotify's, the, the Apple Music? Don't worry. We're going to get that on there for y'all so y'all can put that on y'all playlist anytime y'all want to jam to that Life's a Botch theme and, you know, rap the words to it. But in the meantime, a little 30-second clip going to have to do for right now so y'all get used to the little 30-second clip and then we'll just kind of go into that. But uh, we are back Back with another one, man. You know, I was keeping track of episodes for y'all, so I'm going to try to keep track of episodes again. I'm probably going to do that when we get to episode 100. I know we reached the uh, over the 50th mark, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to make sure I do something real special for y'all when we get to episode 100, you know what I mean? Because you got to keep it 100, right? So we on the road to that. You know, we got a ways, but we on the road to 100. I do know that much. That being said, I want to... Welcome y'all to another episode of Life's a Botch Podcast, the Independent Focus Edition. This is volume two of that. So y'all might have uh, seen the last episode of the Independent Focus. You know, that was my first installment of that featuring my boy, Anthony Rivera, you know, local referee, you know what I'm saying, for GCW and uh, soon to be Mucha Lucha, as we mentioned. So, you know, hey, y'all, you know, make sure y'all go out there. I hope y'all support my boy, Ant. You know, y'all showing them love. Uh, so upon that, you know, while we dropped that episode for y'all to hear, you know what I'm saying? Your boy, you know, I'm always networking. I got I to gotta bridge the gap. You know what I'm saying? I got to connect with my peoples out here. So I wanted to bring y'all some more of the indie scene because it looked like it's catching a good flack in a good way. That's dope. So welcome y'all to the independent scene focus number two. This is the independent focus part two where we are going to sit down and we're going to focus on this brother right here in front of me. Y'all probably can't see this individual because you're listening to it. But if you're on YouTube and you're watching it, hey, how you doing? It's good to see y'all. Y'all see, y'all see the swag again. We back, we back on it, dog. That's a new thing. We just going to get y'all swag on this show every chance we get. But if you're watching this on the tube, you know what I mean? This is the Independent Focus Volume 2. And as you can see, there's an awesome gentleman right in front of me who we are about to introduce. So... Without further ado, let's just get right into the doggone thing, man. Well, this brother right here, I'm literally just meeting him for the first time and um, actually got connected with him through my boy, Ant, who we mentioned earlier, Anthony Rivera. Looking out for your boy as always, man. So this is actually a brand new individual. Like, literally, this is a fresh new relationship that I'm already liking jumping off to a great start. Uh, so... Ladies and gentlemen, I had a chance to definitely research and, and check a little bit on them. Now, normally I tend to do a little deeper research, 
It's just been a crazy week, so I haven't had a chance to sit and deep dive as much as I want. But it's okay, because that's what the independent focus is all about. So that when I don't get to do that, we can just sit here and have a one-on-one conversation. And then we can let it happen from there so that we can see the improvement from this point on. You know what I'm saying? And bring them back on in future reference so that y'all can see the improvement and the growth in my guy right here. So without further ado, I'm going to mention to a guy from WW4 Wrestling right here in Atlanta, Georgia. You know what I'm saying? That's right. We're keeping it local, y'all. That's that's my number one focus with my independence. I want to focus on people in the city I live in, right here in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Not, not to discount New York, New Jersey, you know, Miami, and all those other territorial areas. You know, no. We're going to focus on Atlanta, the Atlanta wrestling scene as much as I can, but I will try to get y'all some independence for the other areas when we can. But right now, Mostly in the Atlanta area. So that being said, trained by the legendary A.R. Fox himself. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to yes, A.R. Fox, man. AR, Shout listen. out to A.R. Fox. A.R., listen, bro, we're getting you on the show, man. All right? I know. I, know I, 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 I thought about it a while back, man. I need you on the show, A.R., okay? I know. So you see your yes, students yes. on here, man. I'm telling you. Look. Hey, holla at your boy. But that being said, man, uh, listen. We got a really dope guest here for the Independent Focus Volume 2. So without further ado, I gave y'all a little bit of somebody. Y'all know I'm known for these intros. So, you know, I tried to make this as spicy as I can. But without further ado, you see him sitting out there in the awesome, amazing scenery with the trees and the sun gleaming right now. You see that he getting ready to bask in the glory, you know, because he's telling you right now. They call me Pretty Ricky for a reason, baby. Rico <laughs> Gonzalez, ladies and gentlemen. Pretty Ricky, what they call him. Hey, y'all. Y'all welcome to the stage. Welcome to the floor. My brother from another, Mr. Rico Gonzalez. Positive vibras <laughs> only Rico Gonzalez here, baby. Hey, Thank you up? for that intro, bro. Thank Man. you. I need to take you everywhere I go. Look, hey, brother, I'm here. When you need me, I am here, brother. I am willing to be a mouthpiece for all. This is what I do, okay? I need a mouthpiece. Hey, this is what I do, baby. I'm here to here to let the people know that this 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 this, this charisma don't come. It, it just it's natural. You know what I'm saying? It's just a natural oh, yeah. thing. You feel me? Like oh, yeah. it ain't nothing. I feel saying. it. It's infectious. I feel it through the, through the screen right now. <laughs> through the screen, you know what I mean? And I'm just glad somebody feeling it with me. You know what I'm saying? That being said, <laughs> you know, I love um, that, I love welcome. It. Hey, thank you, brother. You know, likewise, like I said I'm loving the scenery, man. I could tell like you ready in the spring. You was ready like on that being one. Outside. I like being in nature. So I was like, yeah. what a better way to do a podcast than to be out here in the with the fresh air blowing with my coffee yeah. you know ready to go hey yeah yeah i see it. hey batman mug i see it i see it a batman fan shout out to mama rico she she hooked me that. up this morning look at that you I know what breakfast come on what mama rico <laughs> hey mama rico hey you, you know i need some of the breakfast vibes with you mama rico hey let me know let me know now I want to try some of that. You know what I'm saying? I love some good breakfast. <laughs> oh, yeah. She throw down. She, she throw, throw down. down. Not, not just because she's my mom, but. Hey, come on now. Throw down. 
Come on now. I already know. Look, I'll take that. Hey, so first and foremost, before we even get into some wrestling talk, let's get to know uh, Rico Gonzalez, the person. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's start. You know, let's go right there with the Batman mug. I see you, you know, nerding out on me a little bit. Mm. I like that. I like that. So tell me, man, are you, are you, are you a Batman fan, a comics fan? Like, Ooh, what's, look, what's your, you what's caught me right off the bat. I, I'm probably going <laughs> to upset some people right now, but I am not a big comic mm. guy. This is this actually my stepdad's mug. Uh-huh. He's a big uh, comics and superhero guy. Wow. I just I don't know. I was never really big into that. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, but hey, the coffee's great. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. The well, listen, guys. Hey, listen. This, yeah, you know, I, I don't know about you know the rest of the people out there, but you know, definitely as somebody who is a fellow Batman fan and a comics kind of guy, you know, Ooh. I'm not I'm not offended by it. You know what I'm saying? I get it. You know, everybody got their taste. You feel me? You yeah. Know what I mean, so I'm, I'm 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 cool. You know, I can accept that. It's okay. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But tell the people. I mean, like. Who is Rico Gonzalez, the person? Before we get into the wrestler, like who is the person? What what are the interests? What are what 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 is it about you that makes up the person outside of the ring? So Rico Gonzalez is uh, the son of Mexican immigrants uh, that came over about a couple of decades ago over here to the U.S. So uh, Rico Gonzalez grew up with. Uh, Mexican background, Mexican customs, um, but also grew up here uh, in the United States with those uh, those customs here. So Rico Gonzalez got a little bit of both, you know, coming over here to uh, to the U.S. Uh, my family was a little, there was a lot going on. So um, there, was, uh, there was a little bit of hardship. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of learning. There's a little bit of growth. Mm-hmm. Um, now being uh, a little bit of an adult, I still consider myself uh, a grown child, but uh, mm. just uh, learning a little bit more. I realized uh, at that time, my parents were growing, they were real young. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of Mexicans have their kids real young, around mm-hmm. 16, 17. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, were, they were still learning, they were still growing. Um, so we went through a little bit of hardship, but uh, Rico Gonzalez grew up he decided that he wanted to just have fun in life. Just mm. uh, enjoy the little things. Yeah. Just uh, make the best out of everything that was given to him. Whatever card he was dealt, whatever was thrown his way, mm-hmm. he's going to uh, do the best he could. Um, so that's who Rico Gonzalez is. Positive Vibras only, baby. I live by that. Um, <laughs> just growing up in a lot of, a lot of negativity, a lot of hardship. Mm-hmm. I just learned to overcome it, you know, just have fun, enjoy, enjoy everything. I love it, brother. I love it. You know, we are a lot of like in that category right there, you know, because me, myself, I too enjoy life. You know, I let life yes. take its course. You know what I'm saying? I love life. I appreciate it. Like you blessed, you know what I'm saying? Props to God for yes, living sir. every day I wake up Bless. and the fact that I can go forth and just, you know what, live life enjoy yes. it while i'm alive you know what i mean yes. hence why all yes, this sir. charisma comes before you guys you know yes. it ain't all just a gimmick <laughs> it ain't all a gimmick it's literally me this is what it this yes, is what sir. it's about you know what i'm saying yes, having sir. fun with it. life so uh you know that being said i love that aspect for sure man um are you you know um so you you have siblings correct so you are not an only child like yes you have siblings? um 
I think I, uh, I think I fit the stereotypes, <laughs> and, I, and I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I have, uh, I have ten siblings. Wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. My parents did uh, split when I was young. They had, mm-hmm. uh, they had me, and then they they split, and they had they remarried. Um, so my dad had, uh, I always got to count them, but I think off the top of my head, my dad had eight and my mom had two. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. They're mostly sisters. I have one brother and, uh, nine sisters. Oof, boy, props to you, my guy, having that many sisters, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like I've got more sisters. Yeah. I've only got like one brother and a stepbrother. Um, which obviously he's my brother. I never say step, but you know, still like yeah, uh, mostly sisters that I have myself. So I can understand that aspect, and that's kind of like oh man. So to have nine sisters, bro, man, I already know that household was definitely <laughs> growing up. Oh, it's chaotic, bro. It's chaotic. But honestly, I wouldn't change. I I enjoy having a big family. I enjoy family gatherings. I enjoy. I kind of enjoy the chaos a little bit sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I love <laughs> similar that. to wrestling. It's chaotic, but it's fun. That's good. That's I love that. I love that. So that's that's actually a good uh, a good transition then, because we can now get into the the the, the stuff that people want to hear about. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they know life's a botch. Y'all already know this is what I do. I bring life's life a botch, into baby. I I love that so much. Life's yeah. a botch. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is though. Like I don't. I t- so here's what I tell people all the time when it comes to this show, right? Like it was a nice pun off the common saying that you know you know life's a b word and all that jazz. Well, in the wrestling world. Life's literally a botch because the wrestling business, literally, people don't bro. understand. Like, people understand. In the wrestling business, you know, you, you're going through a lot. Like, you know, you, you, and you know this is an independent scene. Like, it's a lot of trials and growing pains as you go through this thing. And you're going to make mistakes because you may accidentally uh, rub a locker room the wrong way by not intentionally doing these things because of certain right. rituals and all that. You know, or just in-ring as you're learning, you know, you're going to mess up. You know, you're going to be like, man, that wasn't my best match, but you learn from it, you know, (laughs) and that's, you know, wrestling life is a lot like everyday life in terms of everything is a botch, you know, in life we botch, we botch in life when we grow. Yes, all the time. And, And that's why I created this show, because I was like, it's a deep dive into the pro wrestling world beyond things, but also in our everyday lives, you know, just how we walk how we talk, go about, learn these things. It's a botch. So it's just a nice little fun, twisted play into things. And so that's why it was a transition for you, good sir, because I was like, let's get let's get down and dirty into it. who Rico Gonzalez is as the wrestler. <laughs> so what let's let's just, you know, obviously there's an origin to everything. So what is your story in terms of, you know, now that they've gotten to know you as a person a little bit, like how did you get into the world of pro wrestling? Like, what got you inspired to want to do this and say, this is what I'm going to do? Uh, so what got me into wrestling actually was, um, it was back in middle school for me. Uh, I would have a friend on the bus. Uh, her name was Lexi. Okay. And uh, every morning and every afternoon on the bus, she would go on and on about, this show called One Tree Hill, which mm. I never watched. Okay. Um, 
And I really never like paid attention to what she was talking about. I was just kind of like in the morning, I'd just be asleep on the bus. <laughs> she would just go on and on about her show, One Tree Hill. Uh-huh. And then when she was done with One Tree Hill, she would go on and on about uh, this other show called SmackDown. Mm. And then this other show called Raw. Okay. And uh, she would talk about what happened with uh, Booker T, with Edge, with yeah. uh, Ashley was one of her favorites. Um, oh yes okay yeah uh who else was on there uh sean michaels undertaker she would mention all these people and i was like yeah yeah you know i'll just listen to her but i didn't really pay much attention Mm -hmm. um she would go on and on like every day giving me reviews about these shows that i wasn't watching yeah and then uh we'd get home and uh oh my god i would look forward to being outside every day uh, after like kind of bullshitting through my homework <laughs> i just like ah, and then i'm like outside running yeah. around uh on bikes with my friends uh this was my other group of friends at, at the uh, apartment complex that we lived in mm-hmm. uh, we'd have pine cone fights we would have uh manhunt uh oh, riding bikes all over the place uh, yeah. climbing trees oh man oh. i was having the time of my life in middle those school. were the days oh my <laughs> gosh yes man huh yeah. freeze tag really oh yeah those are the days man. oh my god man i <laughs> i love that bro i love that um so it'd be outside and then it would be oh my god friday was my favorite because mm-hmm. i would i'd get home i wouldn't have to do my homework because i had like three days to do it and i would probably not even do it then mm-hmm. um but uh, and then I had, I would, I would be outside, you know, I could be outside that whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fridays though, for some reason at like 745 or like cl- cl- getting close to eight, everybody would be like, oh, we have to go home. Mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all, we, you know, we're having fun. We just started, you know, yeah. we just started having fun and they're like, no, we got to go watch SmackDown. And I'm like, mm-hmm we're outside we're having fun y'all really want to go inside and watch tv like and it's not even video games like you want to go inside and watch tv right now yeah and that that would up like it would really upset me that like my friends would want to go inside and watch tv instead of being outside having fun yeah. so they're like oh you got to watch this show you got to watch this show so i finally gave in mm-hmm. and uh i watched i was uh I, I was on the phone or texting i forgot what it was i was like what what uh channel was this on i think it was cw at the time for smackdown i don't remember um sounds about right that was probably the cw around that time frame yeah yeah Uh, so i turned on uh this smackdown show and i was watching it and i had no idea what was going on Mm -hmm. i didn't understand anything that was going on on the screen Mm um it was it was like fighting, but it wasn't. It was like weird. Um, <laughs> so I watched it for a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, okay, you know, uh, it was it was cool or whatever." Mm-hmm. So I watched Raw that Monday, and I remember the Undertaker making an entrance. It was, I think, it was the Undertaker or Sean. I, I don't remember exactly who it was. It was either Undertaker or Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember, like. The I remember the entrance, but I most importantly I remember the reaction. Ooh, okay. I remembered 
the people just caring so much like mm -hmm. a whole arena of people just standing up and like this this like reaction to this person walking in yeah and i was like what the hell is this <laughs> i was like who is this person and why do all these people care so much about this person yeah and that intrigued me so much i was like i have to know who this person is and what they do yeah. to get this reaction you know and and i slowly started watching a little bit more and more and and uh i just started getting into it man it was just every little thing it started with the entrances then it was the moves mm -hmm. then it was uh move sets finishers it was yeah. uh then i started learning where everybody was from yeah. uh just little by little i just started just um enjoying it just a little bit more every time and i got so wrapped up in it wow and uh yeah it was from it was from my friends just putting me on I guess yeah yeah you know that is always um I love those type of stories like that because for me um I wasn't put on to it by anyone else it was more like I discovered it myself you yeah. know um but then I made so many friends especially as a person who moved around a lot you know this is even something you know I'm a little transparent even with my fellow listeners you know they kind of know my story a little bit but not completely like this whereas like um, you know, for me, I, I literally just like remember every school I ever went to once I really kind of learned about wrestling and got into it for real, for real on a weekly basis. I met so many friends at any school I met, like every friend I met, my very first set of friends would always be from wrestling. That would be the one thing uh. that would connect some of the best friends I had. And then it would be everything else, the playing outside, the, hey, uh, you come over, you know what I'm saying? All of that would come yeah, after, yeah. but wrestling was what led to that. You get what uh, I'm saying? Uh, because after that, it was like, I was just a shy kid, you know, that yeah. was kind of to myself. Hey, bro. I was a people person, you know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah, like, I so was it, very shy too, yeah. Yeah, you know, like you were shy, but you were a people person when you got around people you knew. And so it was just like, yeah, yeah. so yeah. like, wrestling was my way to fill people out because it was just like, oh, you like wrestling too? Yo, did you see what oh, so-and-so did that. last night, right? Yeah. Yo, that was crazy, right? So then it just <laughs> turned into one big conversation. Next thing you know, y'all sitting at lunch together talking about wrestling every week. And then other things just come into the fray. It could be superheroes. Right. It could be just anything about life in general. And then you just made a best friend just from what wrestling did. Um, oh, so, yeah. like, that was kind of my experience. And so that's why I say I love to hear everybody's different stories about it, whether it's yeah. The family watched it, but I wasn't really into it, but I got into it because the family was into it, or yeah, I just randomly turned it on one day and saw it, or I never watched it a day in my life, actually. I just uh, did athletics all my life, and then all of a sudden this happened, and then I got to research it. You know, like, right. it's so cool to hear all these different stories from people on how they got into this world. And it's intriguing right. every single time, so that's why I always love to find out the basis of what got you into this. So now that yeah. you've, you know, seasoned, so let's let's go down the line as you've gotten into season. Um, when you really got into it on a regular basis from that point on, who then, as you got more mature-minded in your wrestling world, like, who did you really cling on to the most where you were like, okay, these are inspirations to me. Right. And, when, and, and how did it turn into now I want to do this 
because of these individuals? Like, who were right. some of those people for you? So my guys were, uh, first and foremost, I think Shawn Michaels um, mm. was my guy because I just, his emotion, his facial expressions, his, yeah. uh, it was just all there for me. I'm, I'm always like a, how do I explain this? I always like I'm a people watcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that's a thing, like I like I like seeing what makes people click. Yeah. Uh, what uh what they care about, what upsets them, what mm-hmm. uh you know just little things, and and it's it's always here, like yeah. facial expressions for me. Yeah. Um, and body language stuff like that. I'm, I'm really into stuff like that. I've I've always been uh, like studying people. Yeah. Um. So Sean was one of my guys because he was always very here emotionally. And mm-hmm. I was always invested in whatever he was doing. Like mm-hmm. I I knew he was going to give me something, whether it was a backstage segment, whatever he was doing, I, mm-hmm. I cared about. Yeah. Um, so he was one of my guys. Undertaker uh, was another one of my guys. Just that that entrance man that walk that uh yeah. body language that just the way he carried himself was just yeah. like nobody else yeah. like nobody else man <laughs> um I, I it took me a time to realize that edge was one of my guys also same reason just that facial expression here bro yeah. edge is always to this day <laughs> man just to like two days ago at wrestlemania that promo yeah. package to and, see that ended yeah. with it ended with his face in like purple and him just like, uh, oh, it was just yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah. Always been one of the so, greats, man. I'm telling you, he he gets it was slept on at first, but I think the more he does it now, the more people are understanding. Like, yo, he's been had that ability, like, yes, to do that. Yes, so, yeah. to tell a story to like, oh my god, I love it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my guys, um, Ray, uh, I think that's kind of given. Of course, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. So, yeah. The question is now: now when you say a given with Ray, the question is, what's really a given? Tell me. Is it the one and the only, the most charismatic? Rest in peace to the guy, Eddie Guerrero. For sure, for sure, for sure, sure, right? I came in a little bit after Eddie's um, Eddie's run and. and it was one of the guys that everybody, when I tell you everybody at school would talk mm-hmm. about Eddie Guerrero, yeah. when they were trying to put me onto this wrestling before yeah. I, you know, yeah. I got onto it. He was, he was that guy that everybody would mention. And now, and I go, I have to go back now and, and watch yeah. that because I wasn't there in that era. But yeah. For sure. Man. So, so tell me, what would you say, um, especially because that was at a time when you weren't like faithfully watching yet and you just heard a lot about him? Because I can see why they would probably do that with you, like the Mexican roots, you know what I'm saying? The charisma yeah. and and like, what what would you say, like in going back and like researching some of the things about Eddie Guerrero, like what was it about Eddie that has stood out to you versus what friends were telling so, you? So it wasn't even like, the matches or anything i'm i'm a big guy of of listening to people's interviews and and um and podcasts stuff like this mm-hmm. and i remember i don't know what i don't remember what it was on but uh maybe it was on ray's life of or something that uh the the dvds that they used to have yeah. of, um 
of the people's um like story and stuff like that uh-huh. um or it could have been something on youtube where he was mentioning that he would care so much about the reaction that he was getting whether it was whether he was heel whether he was face what he was doing mm-hmm. um so let's say he was heel and uh you know he was working for the booze and the hate and all that mm-hmm. he would look into the crowd and if somebody was cheering it would upset him mm-hmm. and when uh, and on the other hand when he was face and uh you know he would look into the crowd and it was one or two people booing that would hurt him he said that that would hurt him because that because he wasn't doing his job he felt like completely and that that dedication that amount of like wanting it wanting that reaction from people that that stood out to me so much to this day because i feel that sometimes yeah. Like I'm out there, I'm doing my thing, whatever. And, and, um, and I'm new, you know, I, I um, uh, about nine or 10 months in, mm-hmm. um, actually having matches and stuff. And, but anytime, and I've been faced this whole time, mm-hmm. anytime I look out and somebody's booing, that kind of hurts me a little bit. You know, yeah. I'm like, Ooh, I need to do my job a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. And it could be the whole, the whole crowd, most like, most of the crowd and it's just one or two people that are booing and i'm like oh yeah you know and so yeah. i felt that i when he when when he said that uh, now i feel that now i'm sorry when i heard that then i was like oh that's interesting and now that i'm doing it i'm like i feel that yeah i love it yeah. i love that's that's real to um take these emotions like that and and portray it into you know like oh i feel that you know because then it makes you better as you develop you get what I'm saying? Which, right. is, which is why stuff like the independent focus is created. And this is why this is important to do because it gives the outside look to those who want to have that reason to follow and cheer for you going forward. You get what I'm saying? So I definitely love to hear that and see that you're definitely taking that craft as serious as possible with guys like Eddie who said, man, I dedicated to do that just to get everybody to cheer me, get everybody to boo me. I'm feeling that, like, yo, I'm, I'm trying yeah. to do the same thing. Um, so, those are those are really good inspirations, definitely to have that brought you into this world. So talk about like, how was the journey for you into saying, okay, that's it, I'm gonna do this, like. This is what I want to do. Was there, was there any side interest? Was there any? Did you have like a, a set career path for you already? Were kind of headed in before you decided like you going? Like how did that go for you? So, um, I didn't have a set career path. I just always my my dad's words always are in my head, um, mm-hmm. and he he's a. Uh, I remember these words clearly. He said. I don't care if uh, if my kids are lawyers. I don't care if they're doctors or if they're sweeping the floor somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care what you guys do. I just want you, whatever you do, I want you to be the best at it. I want you to work harder than everybody else. I want you to get to the top of whatever you're doing. It doesn't matter what you're doing to me. What matters to me is that you get to where, you know, to that next level every time. And that always stood with me. Yeah. Um, I didn't think I'd be wrestling at all. Uh, that wasn't in the plan, I guess. 
Um, I was just, uh, I didn't, I finished high school mm-hmm. and I partied a little bit after high school for a few months. And then I got tired of the partying and I sat down and I was like, yo, I have to do something. Like, what am yeah. I going to do? Um, <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I went to go do construction like any Mexican would. <laughs> I think we got to pay our dues. Doing right. Right. <laughs> uh, so I went with my dad. Um, uh, did, uh, he installs carpet. And uh, I, I was there for a little while. Um, then I went with uh, my stepdad. I was doing siding and uh, remodeling. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was great. Uh, then I went into part, car parts. I was just bouncing around doing different things. Uh, mm-hmm for a couple of years uh but I, wrestling was always in the back of my mind like i would always be like thinking about a character or moves or like a persona stuff like that but it just never it never never i never thought i'd do it you know oh yeah, yeah um yeah. and also throughout this time i was dealing with uh just me personally, I was dealing with coming to terms with my sexuality also, um, with being gay. So, uh, it's something that, that I had to first deal with before Mm -hmm. I could do, um, before I could do anything else and kind of like learn who I am, you know? Um, so after some time I did come to terms with that. Mm -hmm. And I remember one day thinking, like once I came out to my family, friends, all that, mm-hmm. um, I felt free, mm-hmm. and okay. I was like, okay, I I think I just overcame one of the most difficult things I've had to overcome in life, which is my sexuality, mm-hmm. uh, and coming to terms with it with my with my traditional Mexican family and growing up in the church and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just felt free, so I was like, oh, I I don't have a like. I feel like I don't have a leash on me anymore. What can I do? I should do something for myself. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what if I join the world of wrestling? It's something that's always, it's always got me through any, anything that's difficult, anytime that I've been down, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's something that, that has pushed me forward. Yeah. So um, I uh, looked up schools. I saw WWA4 okay. uh, here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. and uh i uh i hit up my best friend and i was like hey we should go to these shows uh oh. they have these free shows every thursday eight mm-hmm. o'clock at the wwa4 uh so we would grab a couple beers go watch the show and oh my god it was so much fun we would have the time of our life there at the wwa4 wow. for anybody listening if you're in atlanta mm-hmm. and you're free on a thursday at 8 p.m go to the wwa4 it's such a good time. Such a good time. Love it. Uh, and you get to see AR Fox wrestle for free, which is a crime. It's a crime. It's a crime. Hey, listen, I don't know about y'all, but to my ATLians out here that listen to the show regularly, thank y'all. Thank y'all. Appreciate it because you got to grow up local first. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to y'all in Atlanta that's listening to me regularly. You know what I mean? But you heard me. 
check out WWA for wrestling. You know, I totally botched that in the title, by the way, because I knew I was missing one. You said WW four, but yeah, I didn't say WW four, and I, I was, was like, like I'll, I'll, I'll make sure else. to say it again. <laughs> so AR, listen, if you're listening, I'm sorry, brother, that that was totally not on purpose. Okay, so that was that was that was that, that was me living up to the title of the show. All right, life's a botch, which <laughs> means botch, chances are I'm going to botch a title of time, you know, from time to time. But that doesn't mean <laughs> I won't correct myself in the self correction there. So hey. Good looking, Rico. That's why go. I appreciate there that. You but you know, you um, shout out to WWA four man. Yes. Um, and we're we're, we're gonna get to into four. We're we're definitely yes. gonna get in that with you. But I want to keep um, focus on you some more. So continue with your story on. Yes. Um, sorry, I get a little bit long winded. Uh, I, I kind of ramble sometimes. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we would go to these shows, and um, I was like, "Yo, I want to be in this somehow." And I don't think I can be a wrestler. Um, so what are what are the what are my other options to where I can be around wrestling or be in it? Um, I was like, oh, I could ref. So uh, I I was uh, talking to my best friend, and I was like, yo, we should we should come here to school, sign up, and we could be refs. And he was like, yeah, 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 you know, that's cool, and kind of laughed it off. And I think he thought it was a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was serious. I was like, yo, like, you know, I'm I'm gonna go. And uh, I hit him up the day that I went to the school. And he was like, Oh, I thought that was, you know, I didn't think you were that serious about it. And I was like, No, I was. I was like, So you're not coming with me. And he was like, Well, not nah, work, I have this, I have that, whatever. And I was like, Well, all right, then. So I just pulled up to the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I walked in, I think it was like a Wednesday or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were having promo class. And they were all just like in a circle, mm-hmm. and it felt like you know when you uh, when you walk walk into class real late and everyone just stops and stares at you. Yeah, yeah, that was me. I walked <laughs> in and like I just felt just everybody, all the stares just at me, and I was like, oh, I got to keep my composure here. So I was just walking in, you know, all, all like cool, whatever, trying to like trying to be cool, mm-hmm. and. Um, Everybody was just looking at me, and, and I was like, uh, I want to uh, join the school. And Fox, um, like, came out from, the, like, the circle into the middle. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, oh, you want to join? I was like, yeah. And, and I was like, so what do I need to do? And he's like, well, you just joined. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, so do I like need to sign something or like where do I yeah. send this money to or like how does it work? Yeah. And uh, Cav, uh, Cavron Canyon, shout out mm-hmm. to Cavron Canyon, God yes. bless him. Yes. Uh, he came out and he's like, oh come here. He took me and uh, you know did all signed the paperwork, did all that, mm-hmm. and uh, went back out. And uh, Fox was like, so what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I want to ref. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, you want to ref? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I just want to be around this more. I just want to, you know, be in this world, see how it works, just, just be around it more. Yeah. And uh, he's like, well, yeah, you'll have more opportunities as a ref. Um, so do you want to start today? And I was like, uh, well, no, nah, because uh, I got there a little bit late. I was like, I, I have to ask for time at work and I'll come back on Monday. So, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's how I joined. I that Monday I started. Wow. As a as a ref. <laughs> so 
that okay so talk about that with work like um this is this is the another best part about doing the independent focus you know getting everybody's different stories on how they entered into this but also inspiring to my people again who listen that are either thinking about it or desire to eventually one day shout out to the kid kids out there who watch wrestling and saying you know one day yeah, i want to do this you know because one day you want to do this right so tell me this man with your experience so far, you know, as a kid, you don't understand that life comes first and you got to work a little bit, you know what I'm saying, before you get into that dream. So let's just talk about this part for the people who are already at this point or getting to that point. With life being life and work and all of these things, bills and all of that jazz, how did you sacrifice? Like, what was the process? Did you still work while you were training or is it more like... Did you just say, okay, look, I, I gotta leave because I'm trained to be a wrestler? Like, how did that come about for you? So, I have um, uh, my mentality changed a little bit uh, recently. With um, now, now I kind of just ask for forgiveness instead of asking for uh, permission. Ah. So. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, when it came to work, I was, I, I joined this, I was, I was like, I'm free, whatever, I can join wrestling now. I went and like, just went and signed up. And mm -hmm. I, I was actually a, uh, at the time I was a commercial sales manager for AutoZone. Okay. Um, shout out to AutoZone. AutoZone, you know, well, <laughs> they, they ain't paying me yet. You know what I'm saying? Until they sponsor me, I can't shout them out. So I got to, <laughs> hey, AutoZone, if you want, if you want some sponsor, you know, come sponsor me and then we'll shout you out. Shout oh, yeah. Out. But, you know, I'm going to let Rico yeah. handle that. You know, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. So, um, shout out to them. They took care of me. They took care mm -hmm. of me. So, um, I, uh, I joined the school and then I went back to work that next day and I was like, Hey, you guys, I'm, uh, uh I joined this wrestling school. I'm going to be training, uh, Monday through Thursday these days. So I kind of need you guys to give me this time. Mm -hmm. And they were like, well, you're, you're the commercial sales manager. So how are you going to, you know, cause you got to be here for this. And I was like, well, I kind of already joined and I kind of already um, said I was going to be there. So uh, if you guys can't work with me, then I'll just have to step down and, mm -hmm. and, uh, or just step away from this and just do what I have to do somewhere else. And mm -hmm. uh, my district manager, uh, shout out to her. <laughs> She's so okay. good to me. Um, she took care of me. She was like, what? what dates do you need? What time do you need? And I was like, well, I need uh, Monday to Thursday, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be gone this time. I need to go train and do this and do that. She's like, I got you. So um, I did. And to this day, I, I still work there. Um, I work there a lot less now. I feel like every few months I just work less and less hours uh -huh. just because now I'm, uh, I'm out here doing shows and then training and like just, you know, on the grind trying to put in work. So they did work with me. I'm still there. Uh, but uh, they've, they've just been so good to me. Wow. Shout out to, uh, you know, that's that's a story in, in its own right. Just because, um, again, a lot of people have their own stories. And this is why I'm going to be looking forward to doing this more and more with my fellow independent talents. Because everybody's journey is so different. You know, some people just outright, see ya, I'm out. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah. I'm going to do what I love to do. And they just go all in with straight sacrifice and this and that. Yeah. And I know 
as we've heard before from, you know, I'm sure, you know, nowadays things are a lot different and we'll get into that as far as going into the wrestling business today. It's a lot different because there's promotions everywhere. And, you know, you know, the indie scene money wise is a lot better now than it probably was say in the nineties to early two thousands, because if you weren't a name name, it was probably hard to get booked. But now with social medias of the world and legit talents that are having their own schools that have the connections to get you in these places to then set you up for more opportunities, it's it's limitless where you guys can actually sacrifice and do that because you're gonna get your money regardless of how big or how little it is. You're gonna you're getting you're doing what you love because you're not thinking about the money because you love it. But the money comes because there's so many promotions out here that are willing to just break you off on the card, you know? And so yeah. that is so awesome to see and it experience, is. you know what I mean? It so is. I, I, I salute everything about what's going on in the independent grind. And as an artist, um, as someone who does music and knows the independent side of things, I've always related it that, Music and pro wrestling go so hand in hand in terms of the grind because independent artists are a lot like independent wrestlers. The only difference is there's not really a school for us per se. We kind of just get into it and realize we got a thing for it. I mean, you can, you know, go to school for it in terms of like getting certified to be an audio engineer or different things like that. But like as an independent artist, if you say like, I want to rap, I want to sing, I want to, you know, something like that. You just go into it, you know, you go into it, you know, you go through your growing pains where, you know, you produce things, you know, that may not sound as great at first, you know, but you make them sound great confidently. And then you get better and better with some of the mentors around you that have been on stages and all that. And as you grow, you look back at your older stuff like, wow, I've progressed a lot. And people say that, your fans, your family, they see the growth. And then before you know it, you're where you want to be as an independent artist. And same thing can be said about an independent wrestler. You guys, you know, you start out, you're training, you're like, okay, uh, I don't know where I'm going to go here, but the next thing you know, boom. So to be in the ref spot, like, you know, I've had, you know, let me, let me, let me brag on my independent ref. First of all, shout out to Ant, who is also in the same position. You know, yes. he's, he's a referee and he already explained his situation and his story. So, again, if y'all haven't already heard about Ant's story, being a referee on the independence, go check out that last episode. But to everybody that has already heard this and you're hearing this part, you just mentioned you want to start off as a ref. Uh, I'm going to shout my guy out again. Shout out Daryl Shaw, who was a ref at the time I first met him in the independent scene, but even let me know on this show, hey, I don't plan to be a ref too long now you know because this was right when pandemic season happened so a lot wasn't happening yet but he was like i don't plan on being a ref for long i'm gonna be in the ring he got in the ring and he's been wrestling ever since so shout out to daryl shaw so talk about your journey like you said uh now how did that go where as you became a ref how did it go to you currently being in the ring like how did that come about so uh like i mentioned i uh i started I walked in like on a Wednesday, signed up. That mm-hmm. Monday, I came back. And uh, so I'm thinking we're going to go through ref training. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, okay, so Fox is going to show me how to, uh, you know, walk, work the camera and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. How to count. I don't know why I thought he was going <laughs> to 
show me how to count. Right. That's just what, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. I, I didn't know what to expect with any of it. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, I'm here. Like, he would give me, he, he would, and Fox is the most, shout out to Fox. I love him yes. so much. He is the most, like, chill trainer in, in a good way. You know, he's, yeah. um, he, he would tell me, oh, yeah, from this time to this time, we, uh, we uh, weight train and then we get in the ring at this time. Um, but you can really get at the school. You can just get in the ring and just work on whatever you want to work on. But coming into this, I didn't know that. I, I thought, you know, we don't step in the ring until Fox steps in the ring and he invites us into the ring. But that's not the case. Um, now I know that. But at the time, I was like, oh, we have to follow these guys. You just hear these stories of like mm -hmm. the professional wrestling business and, and respecting yeah. it and then these yeah. guys and, and shaking hands and all this stuff. So you yeah. think it's like very like mm -hmm. a regimen, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, but Fox is is great, man. He's he's the most chill, laid back. Like you want to do this, you want to do that. Cool, go for it. You know, I'll teach you this, mm -hmm. I'll teach you that. Whatever, whatever you, he asks you, what do you want to do? You know. Mm -hmm. Um. So I walked in that Monday thinking he was going to show me how to count to three, and mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and he showed me how to bump. Wow! <laughs> look at that. Yeah, he was like, well, actually, I think we did rolls first. We did mm -hmm. rolls, and then he was like, oh, have you know how to bump? And I was like, no, I've seen tough enough. So, like, <laughs> that's why I was, yeah, that's the example to give. No, nah, I've seen tough enough. I was like, mm -hmm. I've seen tough enough. So, like, I kind of saw what they were doing, like, where you just fall back and, like, you know, I just remember that vividly in my head. Yeah. Uh, so, I was like, I, I think I know how to fall. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, he showed me how to do that. And then we, like, got into ranas or something he was like you know how to do a rana and i was like i've seen one uh -huh. but like i don't know and oh my god i was so scared wow. <laughs> running and like having to jump at someone's head and like throw so your rough. leg up there i was like well i'm gonna knee somebody in the face <laughs> uh, but yeah wow. so he just I, I got my experience on the show. So we have a, uh, like I mentioned earlier, we have a Thursday show um, mm -hmm. at the WWE four. And that's where I got my, like, I asked him, I was like, Hey, can I come to the show on Thursday? I was just trying to come in like that first Thursday of, of the first week I trained. I was just trying to come in to watch the show. Like, you know, to see how everybody did, did their thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but he's like, hell yeah. And he's like, do you want a ref on the show? And I was like, Oh, like already. And he, and that's just how he is. Like he just throws you in there in the fire, and just that's how you learn with him. And um, I love that. So uh, so yeah, he's like, you want to ref? And I was like, well, yeah, I'm not gonna say no to an opportunity, you know. Um, wow. And uh, yeah, so that's where I got my uh, my ref training was on Thursdays, but Monday through Wednesday it would be like wrestling training. I would get I would get in there with everybody. I would do all the drills. I would do the rolls. I would do the the clothesline, drop down, leapfrog, all this stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, it just, it, it started becoming a lot of fun. And, and I think, uh, like, the movement of it came, mm -hmm. like, I don't want to put myself on or anything, but it came pretty natural to me. Like, the, yeah. I don't know, like, where, I mean, I've done a little bit of soccer and volleyball and, like, mm -hmm. little things here and there, I feel like, helped me with movement. Um, yeah. So that stuff 
wasn't like it came kind of natural to me mm-hmm. and uh there was a few people that would come up to me and they were like hey why aren't you wrestling and and i was like well i came in and i told fox i want to be a ref uh mm-hmm. so i don't want to just like drop that and then just go and hop in the ring and oh i'm a wrestler now you know like that mm-hmm. just i don't think that's how that works and that's just not how i operate either way Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I came in as a ref, so I just, I want to do that for a while at least, uh, before jumping into like, oh, I want to be a wrestler now. So I gave it time. I gave it a few months. And, um, uh, after a few months of, uh, of training, it was actually six months. Uh, Cavron Canyon, the same person that helped me sign up that first time he came up to me and he's like, yo, we're having this. In the most WWA four fashion, he was uh-huh. like, "We're having this five-way ladder match for the uh, Internet Championship, the WWA four Internet Championship. Do you want to be a part of that match as a surprise entrance?" Mm. And I was like, "Ooh, like hell yeah, I want to do that!" <laughs> like my first yeah. match is gonna be a five-way ladder match for the Internet Champion championship on one of our uh one of our bigger shows and it was during the pandemic mm-hmm. or like it was it was in a, a, a few months no maybe a year into the pandemic mm-hmm. so it was the first time i think that we were having crowds back at the school and mm-hmm. i i i want to say i could be wrong but i it was like the first time we actually had a crowd back from the pandemic mm-hmm. on that show and that's where i uh i made my debut it was a huge crowd at the school um such a big crowd and i ref so that show Mm -hmm. i started the first two matches refing Mm -hmm. and then i just went to the back and changed uh got ready for um the show was on uh, the match was on main okay and um and that's where i made my debut as a as a wrestler and from there like they say the rest has been history it's been a crazy ass ride which, which I did did not expect, man. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was just here to ref, and uh, and wow. yeah, just slowly just hopped in the ring and started doing more and more with with the wrestling thing, and it's been it's been crazy, honestly. Like, wow. I am I've been so blessed to have uh, a few opportunities already. Um, mm-hmm. Being like like I said, I I debuted in June of last year so uh nine or ten months in and uh yeah shout out to fox man he's shout out to fox yes so great so great i i I feel like we don't we don't thank him enough Mm -hmm. for what like he's uh alex kane i i was listening to alex kane's um podcast with you the one that you did with him and, and he was like yeah. Training with AR Fox is like getting a my starter pack or something like that. When you <laughs> yes. get all the attributes like added, that's yeah. literally training with AR Fox. Like he drops nuggets of wisdom on a daily. It's, oh, daily. it's wow. It's a uh, shout out to Jay Lucas. He tweeted one time, "Yo, mm-hmm. training at the WWE four is a cheat code," and I feel that training at the WWE four is a cheat code. 
See, well, now that you put it that way, <laughs> that's one of those things that's been sticking with me for a while now. You know, and it, it, it must be some destiny calling here when it comes to this WWA four journey here. You know what I'm saying? It's it's it's, it's nagging at my soul a little bit here, and uh, you you got got you got a brother wondering right now. So I'm I'm, I'm you know I'm gonna keep that for an off air conversation, but. Okay. You know, sorry, fans. You know, I, I, okay. I can't get y'all all the juice. You know what I'm saying? I can't get y'all all the juice. <laughs> but you know, uh, <laughs> so again, man. Yes, definitely. Shout out to Ar Fox, man. Um, one thing about yeah, it is, I've definitely go, he he is, man. I I really um, I became fans of him and Swerve going back to the days of watching Lucha Underground. And when Lucha Underground was like up and popping and everybody and their mom were like watching that as a good alternative, like before AEW, before uh, all of these things were coming about, like you had Lucha Underground doing what it was doing. And I was loving it because it was so unique. It was like kind of half movie film like, but yet half like pro wrestling. And it was like, whoa, this is this is different. So I think about the storyline that, you know, in Lucha Underground that A.R. Fox and Isaiah Swerve Scott had with each other, you know, being like brothers and war veterans and different things like that. And it was kind of crazy to see A.R. Fox, like, be the guy that, you know, was turning against him, you know what I'm saying? Like, vengeful, like, you left me hang. Their story on Lucha Underground was one of my favorites because it was, it gave me that like Kane Undertaker kind of yeah. vibe, you know what I'm saying? Where it was yeah, like yeah. AR Fox comes in as the guy that, you know, Swerve, who was, you know, obviously a masked wrestler, you know, and AR not sticking to that, you know, AR was like straight, I don't have a mask, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. like he was out oh, there yeah. just killing it. And I think about the matches they had and how they like tore the house down and then they started tagging together, you know, when they finally got their bitter rivalry over. And they again similar to the Kane Undertaker aspect. It went from okay, we're tired of fighting each other. We ended this rivalry. Now we're teaming up, going against others, and it was just so dope. And I've been fans of both of these guys since uh, my time watching them on these platforms. And so, like, to see what Swerve's doing now, to see where Fox is here in Atlanta, training a lot of up and comers. I mean, it's just. It's so dope to see, man, and and, and I'm yes, really, sir. you know, honored to be interviewing a lot of his trainees, you know, people who have yep. had a chance to just be up under his tutelage and, like, really showcase. And I can tell from you, from the sounds of things, you are really excelling a lot faster than you probably thought you would based off of this. Like, it seems like man, you're excelling pretty fast. Yeah, I didn't think I'd even be here. You know, I didn't think I'd be wrestling. I didn't – I just thought I'd be reffing. um but yeah it's it's been it's been crazy man like after that ladder match i had a uh we had a wwn wwa4 show on Mm -hmm. fight tv or it was actually on their wwn network sorry Mm -hmm. um is a like a month later from that and Mm -hmm. it was it was my graduation match with fox wow Okay. Yeah, and it was uh it was in Florida at in uh, Fort Ritchie, Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh at the WWN WrestleTech, I think is what they call it. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was oh my god, everything I could ask for in a match. Like I was like, what am I doing here? Why am I wrestling Fox? Yeah. <laughs> On this show. 
it was it's crazy man so yeah i've, I've um i i'm just blessed i'm just blessed to to be here and uh and just now it sounds crazy but just now in the past month or two actually been having more fun with it and just enjoying it back in december um i was in a just mentally in a rough space um and i was like uh, i don't know if i could do this i don't know if this is for me maybe i should just go back to being a ref it's a lot easier i don't have to deal with like just the, all this there is a lot that you, it's a lot more difficult <laughs> people think. it looks yeah. it's fun it's great when you're out there but it's a lot more to it than, yeah. than you think oh yeah um oh, yeah. so i was like oh i don't know if i can do this um but i pushed through um i had a lot of i have a great great support system mm-hmm. um just uh so many people that I could mention right now, um, but I just have a great support system. They kind of brought me back, and I'm just having more fun with it now. Yeah, just, just enjoying it. I love it. I love see, and I love to hear that. That's the most important is that you're enjoying it, and it's the passion for me that I love. When I talk to guys like yourself on the independent scene, and to watch where you go from here and see the elevation is going to be like amazing because that's what you aspire for. That's what you see, you know, like to see, it's like literally watching, you know, a sibling grow up and you're like, man, I remember they were around the house running around in their diapers, like just running around, just doing this and look at them now, like at this age and stage where they're like, they made it, they're doing their thing. I'm like a proud sibling right now. That's like so dope. So, you know, um, Talk about speaking of siblings. <laughs> how was this uh, with the family? I know you mentioned your dad talking about you know like hey whatever my kids do I'm proud regardless. So talk to the talk to the people. What was this like uh, for the family once they uh, have they seen a show yet? What was their first experience if they got to see you live as a wrestler? Yeah, so their first experience was actually at that five way ladder match for the <laughs> internet championship okay. uh at yeah um a few of my sisters went um my mom my stepdad uh and some friends went up there to go watch me mm-hmm. and uh they are i i love my family to death man they are part of that support system that i was talking about mm-hmm. they've just they've just been there for everything that i've done Mm-hmm. for any any um life changes any any moves i make they're just they're just there to support me 100% and uh i i can't i can't ask for a better family i and and it, i think also god god has always taken care of me i've always yes. believed that god has like just given me my own personal angel that like protects me come on <laughs> All right. All and right. I've just always felt that, bro. Like I've always felt blessed. I've always felt like anything I do, um, I've been taken care of. Um, but yeah, my family, my family's been great, man. They yeah. they've gone to. They don't go to every show, mm-hmm. um, like they should. But they yeah. they've been to the big ones. Um, my mom doesn't. Uh, Mama Rico, shout out to her again. Uh, she. <laughs> She went to that one. She went to my graduation match in uh in Florida. Okay. 
And uh, she went to my last one at the school, which was last Thursday. Okay. Uh, but she doesn't, she doesn't like going. She, it's a little rough for her. Mm. It's a little rough to see her baby get uh, get his ass handed to him sometimes. <laughs> you know what? Let's 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 give it up for the mothers out there who have a hard <laughs> yes. time watching their sons. And you know, I I, I think about uh, you know, I'm pretty sure you got a chance to catch the Hall of Fame over the weekend. And I think about the Undertaker's uh, speech, aka sermon, as we call him, Pastor Taker, yeah. if you will. Uh, you know, uh, it really was like a sermon. I loved it. It was like it felt like a yeah. real sermon in wrestling form. It was kind of cool. But um, yeah. like I thought about how he was talking about him and Sid Vicious, and he told that story about how like his mom was like right there in the front row, or well, like the second to front row. Like she was like a row behind, and he was like his brothers and dad you know what i'm saying and like how he was like sid's like wrestling with him in the ring and he's like hey where's your dad like where's your mom you know because he let him know he's like yeah my mom's here in the front row this night he's like well you know they're wrestling locking me up in the ring and he whispers to him he's like hey where's your mom and he's like right <laughs> over there and so he purposely like you know just brings him over there to the side where his mom's at and like is like handing it to him and he's like what are you gonna do about it old lady you know and it made her want to like what <laughs> like shout out to the moms that yes. you know like they see this as real life and you know and wrestling is real life but it's like because it because there's a certain element to it that it's like hey i'm not really hurting them you know what i'm saying it's right and she knows that she uh -huh. knows that but then i don't know what it is she knows that but then again she doesn't it's yeah. it's I'm like, where's the line with you? I don't get you. I don't get yeah. what you understand and what you don't. But yeah. whatever. I'm just. It... <laughs> yeah, it can be. It can be frustrating. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I and she's like, every time I, every time I see you, just do more crazy stuff. And I'm like, well, it's, it looks crazy, but it's not. And she's like, no, it's crazy. That's why I don't go. I don't go see the show. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't think any mom truly, unless they're one of those moms, uh, like say the Rock's mom, where like you just you're around it so you you're already used to it but like if you're one of those moms where they're not used to it i don't think those moms ever really do get used to it i think they just kind of yeah. like that's my baby and i'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> support them and it hurts to watch this a little bit because like oh no you know but like yeah out of support and love for you and and sometimes shout out yeah. to the moms that become legit fans of wrestling because you know, like they, they at first they were. Oh, like, uh, yeah. she is. I would sit there and watch wrestling with my family, mm -hmm. and I love, I, I love the perspective of people that don't like. They're not like hardcore fans mm -hmm. because they point out all the flaws. Yes. That we that like to uh, we become numb to it because mm -hmm. we're in it. You know, yeah. we're like, oh, okay, this is how this works. This is how that works. Cause is wrestling you know that's, that's yeah, yeah. what happens in wrestling yeah, yeah. but she's like oh this one's a bad actor because they're, they're big movie people they're big fucking yeah, movie people I love so, it. she's like oh this one's a bad actor because you, you don't do that when you get hurt you know you don't do this <laughs> and i was like oh okay ah. or was she'll like have a reaction to someone doing some little like something and i was mm. like Hey, that could work i could i love sitting there and watching it with my parents because they give awesome. me the best perspective they give cool. me the most real like raw like yeah uh, i don't know about this or yeah. like oh we like that we like yeah. that 
Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's one of those, I agree, man. It's one of those things that just make you say, wow, that is uh I, I I myself enjoy watching it with casuals. You know, my girlfriend's new to this. Uh she's a casual right now, trying to get her. It's tough trying to catch someone who's never really watched this. Now she didn't like it, she never watched it. So it's tough trying to like get someone into this world for the first time. But she's yeah. So far, she's loving it. I mean, like, Hell it's, yeah. it's very intriguing to her because she's watching it more so to see how people fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's like people's offense is, is what's intriguing to her, whether it's male or female. Like, she's just like, yeah. more intrigued at how they fight the individual more so than, like, I'm not, like, she won't cheer for, she'll cheer for a heel if they fight good. She'll cheer for oh, okay. a face if they fight good. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, oh, yeah. She doesn't oh, go yeah. off the dynamic of, oh, that guy's a prick, so I just hate him. And I'll, you know, like, right. And I think she might make a, a true wrestling fan a little <laughs> upset, like how we mentioned yeah. Eddie. Like, if, if Eddie were oh, alive, yeah. she'd be the type that if she likes Eddie's offense and he's a bad guy, she's probably going to cheer for him root for him right. even though he doesn't want to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm trying to get her used to like hey you know you should root for good guys and against bad guys so that would right you know I know you like the way they fight but like no yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's how it works yeah that's not how that completely I, works that's though. a great thing that's a great thing of a of a casual fan you know mm. they, it's like they they're only reacting to what they're being presented right now they're not yes. reacting to what we are what we're uh tailored to think you know think, yeah. they're not yeah so like what it's supposed to be yeah. yeah i mean we were all there once we were in that early that that was me too at one point like i wasn't looking at heels and this and that i was just looking yeah at characters and like well who's this guy and who's that girl and who's this oh wow okay and then as i got more weekly watching it like you said then you got more educated and you're like okay i hated you like triple h is the perfect example like you know, reflecting on his career, growing up as someone who was new to it. When I got to learn about Triple H, it was like, okay, he's, he's a guy that comes off of long blonde hair, seems like a pretty boy in a way. Okay, cool. He's the bad guy, right? Then when I got a little more into it and it was the McMahon-Helmsley era and it was like, oh, that's a guy that is purposely being a jerk and purposely being a bad guy. Yeah. And now I want him to lose this title, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rude, yeah. you know, so he was, he was good at just being able to make you hate him and then make you love yeah. him if you need to. So I get it, man. It's a, uh, it's a trip. So shout out to the family. Definitely for checking out. Shout out for being them. that support system. Cause that's always yeah. needed. Um, so Talk about, I mean, so now what's been going on with you since graduation from WWA4? Uh, I know you mentioned that you're like nine months in, just about almost like just about at this point. So not even like a full year cycle. So what are you learning or where, where are you now within your first year of doing this so far? Uh, so within my first year, I uh, started doing shows outside of the school. I just, you just hop in a car. This mm -hmm. is for those of you that don't know, you just hop in a car with people mm -hmm. and like go to these other shows. I didn't know that's how that worked. Um, mm -hmm. Pull up and help set up or, or just help out how you can or get put on by somebody else. And uh, just been doing as many shows as I can. Um, so I think I started by going to uh, this show here in Tyrone, Georgia called Action. Mm -hmm. um, and they have this show called Next Up. Uh, 
we, we set up the ring and then we, we, we film matches and uh, then they put them on IWTV and then they have the main action show. And uh, I've had the opportunity of being ca um, called up, I guess is what you call, I don't know, mm -hmm. called up to uh, be on the main show a couple of times. Um, yeah. So I've got to do the action show a couple of times here in Tyrone. Mm -hmm. um, and just learn, there's so much wealth of knowledge in that building mm -hmm. from from the people that have been doing it for a while mm -hmm. um so you get you get that feedback when you're having those matches there um so i've been doing a, a little bit of that i've been doing uh i did twe a little bit after that in uh chattanooga mm -hmm. uh tennessee and uh from there just doing shows wherever i can i've i've gone to new south in alabama um where else? uh the show i've been doing recently uh i've been alternating between the school at the wwa4 mm -hmm. and uh galaxy pro in tennessee okay okay um i've been doing that and uh share also sharing those locker rooms with people that have so much knowledge yeah. is like invaluable like it's just so good even just listening to even when they go over their matches just taking up that knowledge I, I try to listen as much as i can i'm not the most talkative person uh so I, i'm more of like i'll sit back and listen and, and kind of take it in yeah. as much as i can um i've just always been that way um and then to uh recently uh gcw had a show here mm -hmm. at center stage um gcw astronauts okay. Uh, okay which fox fox opened the show versus uh nick wayne and he got us on the show he got a tag tag match so four of us uh bobby flacco cavron canyon mm -hmm. ash bennett and myself got the tag uh not on the pre-show on the main show on the main show look at that pw uh a wwa4 showcase tag match which kind of got fucked up a little bit by joey janela there at the end uh he kind of came in and <sighs> messed darn. it up for us as we were going you know we were getting a little bit of a groove and then he just came in and just kind of fucked up our match but you know it's, it's that darn bad boys. Those darn bad boys, man. They just don't know yeah. when to just stop being bad. Come man, on, Mr. Janela. Waited. We, 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 we could have just waited a little bit. Yeah. could have finished the match and then got we it. got to it. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah so we got an opportunity to do, to do uh, GCW. Mm -hmm. Crazy, crazy. I had to block the fact that we were in center stage. I had to block the fact that we were in front of this many fans. I had to block the fact that it was GCW. I was like, well, I have to, I have to knock this out of the park. Like, I have to kill this one. Come on, come on. You know, I, it, it's one thing to be given an opportunity, but it's like, once you're given that opportunity, that's where you sink or swim. Yeah. Like, whether, I, I believe, like, like I said, I've been blessed to have this opportunity, but, even if I feel like people that get opportunities, even if they get them early, it's it's once you get it, it's you okay. You got it for a reason. Now, are you gonna sink or swim? That that's I don't know. That's just my mentality. Um, yeah. So I I got to do that, and then uh, WrestleMania weekend, uh, 
under GCW again. It was uh, Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Um, I got to do that. I got to do a six. Uh, what is it? A, it turned into a seven man. It was. A, it was. Uh, on the poster it was a six man, but it turned into a seven man international scramble. Come on. Yeah, we had Mexico. Uh-huh. Being uh-huh. represented. Uh yeah. we had uh the Philippines, I believe is what I heard. Okay. Uh, okay. We had Australia. Okay. Um and in uh the UK. I'm gonna say the UK, because I think UK. the UK encompasses all, all of them. Somewhere okay. in the UK. Um and yeah, I think and then the US, of course. Wow. So uh yeah, I got okay. to do that recently. That was another one that was like Holy shit, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> love it. I, I love to hear it because, again, it's just showing that things are elevating for you so fastly. That's always a good thing, man, because, again, it goes back to the support system. It goes back to the tutelage under you that's connecting you fast. I mean, again, as we mentioned, shout out to Fox because, Fox, you're getting your props on this show, man, just just so you know that, okay? I done brought a lot and he of your deserves it, And he deserves, he deserves that. And you but deserve it. I, Seriously, I I told him recently. I was like, Fox, I don't think I have thanked you enough. I don't mm-hmm. think I have thanked you enough for for anything because you just go to these shows and 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 they know you're a Fox kid and they're like, come here, come on, come here, Let's come on, yeah, in. like hence, hence like the cheat code kid. reference, right? Like you're yes. a Fox kid, yes. Come and on I in. told him, he, you know, he's he's super humble. He's like, no, no, you know, you, you don't have to do that. It's all you. And I'm like, no, bro. When you go out here and, and, and they know your name and we get put on because of you like that is so, like that means so much. That Come means on, so man. much. Then yeah. then the weight your name carries is yeah. crazy. It's crazy. And I and I love it, man. I really appreciate and respect it so much, man. And so that's why it's like uh going into that, I just say, you know, shout out to AR Fox as well. Thank you for what you're doing for those. And, and I'm just thankful for you guys being able to just be a platform for y'all to come on and showcase oh, yeah. who you are as a character, who you are as a wrestler to the people that want to know more about you and want to go out there and support you as much as they humanly can. So a um, couple final questions for you. My uh, final, yeah. final question is, where do you see yourself, you know, just given how things are going so quickly within this first year, where do you see yourself in the next three to five years as a wrestling talent right now? So I, like I said earlier, I'm just enjoying it more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just learned with life, you don't know where things are going to go. You could, like right now I could have, uh, I could be on, on these shows and having these opportunities and maybe in a month I might not be doing anything. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just taking every day. Um, I'm not taking every day for granted. I'm taking every day as it comes. I'm trying to enjoy it as much as I can. I'm trying to um, shout out to uh, Kevin Koo mm-hmm. and Dominic Garini because uh, I, I was in a seminar with them and um, and they mentioned and not only them, but oh, shout out to Brett Eisen also. Uh, I did a seminar with him and they all mentioned the same thing. They were like, I know you guys are very, are worried about or are working towards this destination of getting to where you want to get to. Mm -hmm. But what's important is the people that you meet along the way is the Mm -hmm. car rides is, is uh, the, the locker room is, is that brotherhood that, that you have with wrestling. Mm -hmm. That's the important part is enjoying that, enjoying the ride. So 
I don't know where I'll be in three to five years. Um, <laughs> I hope better than where I'm at now. And yeah. um, I know you're supposed to have a goal in mind. And, you know, I want to be on this show. I want to be on that show. I want to be on TV or whatever. And, and yes, I, I do want to be better than where I'm at. And, and yes, I do want to be on TV. Uh, but I'm just going to, I just take every day as it comes. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, and uh, I, I couldn't tell you, but I, I just, like my dad said, I, I just, whatever you do, just keep climbing, just keep going, do, you know. And, and yes, I'm going to put in the work to get to where I need to, whatever the next level is. Um, yeah. but I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm, I'm having fun with it, bro. Hey, you know what? Honestly, I, I appreciate and love the organic response there. I will, for one, definitely say I can see you short sooner than, than later, you know, on the stages like the MLWs uh, of the world, you know, with Alex Kane, all those guys. You know what I'm shout saying? out I to Alex Kane, man. You know, shout out to Alex Kane, man. Big Alex, you know, hey, man, that's my bro. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We have a little talk about <laughs> wrestling games, everything, man. That's he, yeah. he's all right with me. You know what I'm saying? I love him, um, man. I love I love sitting down having a talk with him. He yeah, brought he's some uh, knowledge on us too. He'll pop in school and yeah, yeah, he's great. Great, yeah, love man. him. Love him, man. So you know, uh, going forth, man, I can see you on the MLW stages. I can see you eventually you. on an Impact Wrestling stage. Uh, you know, I know I haven't had a chance to fully check out your work. But just off of the presentation, getting to talk to you, getting to talk, you know, that, now that's one thing I would ask you in terms of a uh, sub question would be, uh, what would you say your character analysis is? Like, who is the character versus who the real life person is? Or did you just tie them in together? So I, I try to tie them in together. Um, I'm very like, real life me is, uh, I've just always been kind of an introvert. Uh, mm -hmm. kind of to myself like we mentioned earlier mm -hmm. uh, not much of a talker I kind of just I'm more of observant I just mm -hmm. sit back and observe and uh, just keep to myself mm -hmm. uh, but in wrestling you can't do that you have to be you know have to network you have to get to know people mm -hmm. um, that's not a bad thing that's just something that I I'm still learning mm -hmm. um, uh, I'm, I'm learning to go out here and and talk to people, get to know people more. I, I, I love people. I enjoy people. Yeah. I'm just not the most talkative person. Like, I, <laughs> you know, that's just how I was raised. I don't know. That's yeah. just who I've been. Uh, when it comes to that in-ring, though, and, mm -hmm. and the, like they say, that, that red light is on, mm -hmm. oh, I just, I don't know. I feel I, I'm, I'm, I am a positive person, so I try to portray that as much as I can. Mm. Um, you know, bring that positivity, bring that energy, bring that Latin flavor, bring yeah. just a little bit of everything of of uh, of who I am, but just uh -huh. on another level. Um, and it's and it's still a journey. It's still something I'm learning. Uh, but yeah, I I I just like to have a good time, but I also like to throw down. I like to you know, okay, okay. I like to go in there and do my thing. Okay, you know what. In hearing that, let me tell you what I'm getting right now. I think this might be something you can start up, my friend. Get with some fellow Latinos, okay? You know, they can, you know, preferably probably, you know, with the same Mexican culture, but even if they're not all from, like, the Mexican culture, mm -hmm. as long as you guys all have that Latin culture, right? Picture this, man. Positive Vibras only, right? So you 
Imagine creating your own indie level version with its with a twist, of course. So not anything that mirrors it, right? Imagine having your own Hispanic version of the new day. But okay. with your own twist, though. Like with your own twist where it's organically right. So it's not copying what the new day does. It's right, you right, guys. Right, 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 right. But right. it's inspired by the new day. You know what I'm saying? Like right. Imagine okay. having like two other guys that just find some guys you can form a brotherhood with, right? And you know, you're sharing that right. Latino culture, and then you know, they're feeding off the energy you got. And and you know, like you can just you don't even have to say like the power of positivity, you can literally take what you just said, like right. positive vibras only, and yep. literally create your own form of an of a of your own version of the new day. With I love it. Statement. I love so it. That's Look, I'm gonna write it down. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Hey. When I hey. need that, I'm gonna pull it off. You know. You know where you got it from, <laughs> man. That's just. Hey, that's free game right there. You know what I'm saying? So you know that's free game from you. I'm telling you. Know, you when I'm when I'm stuck, I'm just gonna come to you, bro. I'm just coming <laughs> to you. But I'm like, yo, I just I'm stuck right now. I'm having writer's block. I don't know what to bro. do. You know, I'm coming to you. This is this is what I do, man. This is this is this is why the wrestling business needs your boy, you know. And I say that yes, as humble as possible. The wrestling business needs your boy because this is this is what I do, man. I've been watching wrestling for years. I still watch it as fervently as I can. Uh, I'm a little busier nowadays, so I don't get to watch everything as much as I want, especially with the oh, indie scene so because much. it's man. I'm telling you, there's so much wrestling, and I'm blessed so with it. And it's like yeah. if I were I would love to be a kid again in today's world. Yes. I love the yes. era I grew up in. When it comes to wrestling, yes. I love the era I grew up in. But I would love to be a kid in today's world where you have so much around you to soak up. Because I did watch indie television shows as a kid on Saturday mornings. Like, uh, yeah. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. So, that, you know, all the Tennessee roots you've been doing. Shout out yep. to my state of Tennessee. Yes, I grew sir. up watching <laughs> Memphis Championship Wrestling. I got to interview... Ron the Truth Killings, you know, and 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 it was yeah. so dope talking to him, saying, "Man, I've been following you since the MCW days, bro. When you were in, you know, Memphis Championship Wrestling." He's like, "Oh, you're a fan, fan." I'm like, "Yeah, I was watching <laughs> yeah, you back yeah. in those days." That's you awesome. know what I'm saying? So like, it's just one of those things where when you look at that, you're like, "Okay, this is cool." So it it, it it's in me, man. You know the the you know the dreams. We'll talk about it, you know, in an off-air conversation. I can't tell this to my listeners right now because they, you know, I, mean, it's, 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 I yeah. love y'all. I love y'all to death. But we can't give y'all everything. You can't give them everything. Talk can't give everything. You, but, gotta, you, know. you know, we got to keep y'all coming. So, <laughs> that being said, man, um, my final question is tell the people why they should follow Rico Gonzalez going forward. All right, so Rico Gonzalez is on a life journey right now, and uh, things are constantly changing. I'm, I'm growing as a performer. I'm growing as a person. So uh, I think everyone should just tune in and, and ride this wave with me. Just, you know, see this. I, I enjoy seeing growth in people. I enjoy seeing that uh, journey that everyone goes through. And this is my journey right now. I feel like it's, it's something that all, everything I've gone through life is kind of being pieced together right now. Mm -hmm. 
into creating who I am as a person, who I am going to be as a performer. So now's the time. Now's the time to subscribe. Now's the time to tune in. Uh, give your boy a follow at Rico94Gonzalez on all social media. Um, and if you have anything, anything for me, you can always DM. You can always hit me up. Uh, uh, I'm here for I'm here for y'all. Um, I'm here for y'all to see this journey. I'm here if you need any positive vibras. Um, uh, I'm here for it, baby. Come on, I love it. I love it. And you already know, man. Again, Rico, it was a pleasure having you on right on the spotlight, man. We look forward to continually keeping in contact going forth so that in the future, as you continue to grow in your journey with every new milestone, every level that you are on, we can bring you back on so the fans can literally see and hear more about what your growth has been from this point to the next milestone on forth and on forth, brother. Uh, very humble, very talented. Uh, really looking forward to seeing matches of yours and also seeing some of those dream matches in the future with people that I'm sure you're already writing down that you want to someday face. In the <laughs> so, you know, looking forward to all of those things and more. And uh, again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, us. man. And uh, thank hey, you. anytime, you're always welcome. Always welcome. You are sure. my first podcast. Am I? See? Yeah. Yes. That's that's two in a row, people. We got two first timers in a row. And I love that because now your boy getting exclusive. And I love that. Because now they can say, Yeah, I was the first podcast. Life's a botch podcast. Life's a botch, baby. Life's the a botch. First podcast that put them on so that when they go forth and all these other podcasts come running, they know, hey, life's a botch gets the exclusive first, baby. Life's a botch put me on. They saw this journey from the start. And now it's running. And that's the beauty of today's social media, baby. We can do oh, yeah. these first together because it's, it's my first thing. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm still new in this podcast game, but they see it. I'm shining fast. I might, I'm, I may be making some folks jealous out there that's doing this. I don't know. <laughs> I, hey, look, man, I'm like y'all. I'm positive vibes all day. I'm going to see everybody. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? But hey, you are. If, I if feel you, it. If, I feel you know, it. Look, if you, you know, you feel it. You know, just saying. Like, if you, if you, if you, don't be jealous, baby. Just roll, <laughs> roll with me, okay? And I got Bro. you. We gonna do this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We in this together. Yes, but um, yes, man. Continue, 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 continue to grind. Continue to do your thing. Nothing but the best of wishes for you going forward. Can't wait to see those higher stages that you own from this point. And uh, yeah, brother, just keep shining. Keep doing your thing. We are always here to support you right here. Me and the Botchamaniacs out there that listen on a regular basis. So ladies and gentlemen, y'all already know, man, make sure you follow all things at Life's a Botch Podcast. We are on Instagram. I promise y'all, I told Alex Kane this and I still haven't done I promise y'all, if y'all love Twitter as much as I do, I will make a life survival podcast. Too. It's just something about trying to build a Twitter up from the ground up again. I don't know. Yeah. I've been tying it with my artist Twitter. I shouldn't do that. I'm there now. <laughs> you know, so I promise y'all, I will make a Twitter. But I am on TikTok, though. All right. Life's about podcast is on TikTok. We don't, you know, I only got like one or two videos on there right now. I'm going to try to get some more videos going for y'all. I do have all these ideas. It's just finding the time to actually do them to entertain y'all. But trust me. Working on trying to do some fun promos for y'all and some fun skits and all that for the TikTok. Uh, like I said, we on Instagram. 
And most importantly, shout out to the platform that actually allowed Life's Abide podcast to come to life. And that is the platform behind the platform, the OTS Media, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to On the Sidelines. Basically, if it was not for this platform, Life's Abide podcast probably wouldn't even be here right now. So shout out to my brother, Derek who runs this entire organization that we call OTS Media. Uh, you can follow all things at OTS Media Co. on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, Facebook, OTS Media Co. Most importantly, just head to the website, www.otsmediaco.com. We are always looking for people who want to get involved with what we do here. We got all types of fields and things that you guys can get involved with. Also, most importantly, Shout out to those who probably want to be a sponsor for your boy one day. Yeah, we still looking for them too. So uh, come on and check on in, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's with my podcast directly or with the OTS, you know, in uh, machine in general. Make sure y'all keep it locked with us because we are only growing and flourishing. And that's what it's all about. So until the next time, man, it's your boy, Dwayne, the Prince of Botch. Joined here with my brother from another, Rico Gonzalez. Positive yes, only. So until the next time, y'all, y'all already know. I want to see everybody do it with me. Throw up them two sweets for a two sweet <laughs> peace, baby. Until the next oh, yeah. time, y'all take it easy. Boo!